welcome once again, listener, uh, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you live from the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of glittering North Park. Uh, I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I am joined as ever to my right by the director of football here at Bluefoot, Rod Styles. Um, dare I ask, how are you, sir? Wonderful, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll probably get to some, uh, some interesting results in the Champions League a little bit later on. Um, here's what we're going to try and get through. We'll look back at the weekend's Premier League and Bundesliga games that involve our our supporters groups. Uh, then, obviously, there's some European games of, of note. Uh, we will also be previewing the games this coming weekend in both the Premier League and Bundesliga. And then to finish off with some bits and, indeed, bobs of football that have made us happy this week. Um, and if that's all right with everybody, we'll, we'll get on with it. We want you to get involved. We are footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromthefoot on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook actually now. We are also on SoundCloud where you can see, or hear rather, our uh, podcasts uh, from previous weeks. That's slash footyfromthefoot on SoundCloud. And our website is footyfromthefoot.com. All right, well, should we start with uh, the Premier League from uh, uh, last weekend? It seems like quite a long time ago, to It does honest. seem a long time ago. It feels like about four years, actually. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. because um, Sheffield United's uh, goalkeeper uh, let one through his legs. Poor lad, poor lad. And um, quite an amazing response from the manager, actually, for Sheffield United, saying yeah. he didn't care how he felt, which in this modern day is a little bit sad. But he obviously knows his character a little bit better than me. So <laughs> We are, of, t- of course, talking about the, uh, the early game between Sheffield United and Liverpool and uh, they got a bit of a scruffy 1-0 win which you know if you're going to win the title you have to uh, grind out some of these certainly on early morning games. Yeah so. Sheffield United actually really unlucky in that game they um, missed a couple of serves near the end and um, yeah. could quite easily have won that game. Sheffield United Bramall Lane will prove to be a fairly difficult place for people to go to uh, this season. Definitely. Um, we had one of our uh, Bundesliga teams play uh, Bayern Munich, beat Paderborn 2-3. I think, yeah, Paderborn kept it interesting to about the 80th minute, and then Lewandowski, uh, uh, he scored to make it 3-1. Paderborn got a goal back late on. But uh, I don't know, Rod, if you have anything further to add? To no, to... no, just a routine. Well, it wasn't a routine win, actually. But yeah, they, they, Munich were pretty much on top of the game, most of the game. So For the 7 a.m. kickoffs. Uh, there was a couple of uh, interesting draws, um, one involving our clubs at the Bluefoot, Villa. They drew two all with Burnley. And, uh, yeah, Villa keep dropping points from winning positions, which uh, has to be of some concern. Naive. Yeah, so, well, Burnley, they, uh, they're a team in form, aren't they? It comes as no surprise that they uh, pushed that right the way to the end. What else do we have? There was another two-all draw, this time between Bournemouth and West Ham, and it was Cresswell. Equalised late on there. Again, I don't know if you have anything further to add to that particularly. No, just Bournemouth having a good start to the season. Yeah. They'll see that as points dropped, I, I take. Um, we also had Palace play Norwich. They got a 2 nothing victory. And they're having quite the hangover now, Norwich, aren't they, since they, uh, Definitely. <laughs> since they beat City. But uh, yeah, Sometimes they, you believe the hype a little bit too much as players, and maybe yeah. that's the only thing I see about it. Perhaps they just take their foot off the gas a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, it must be very exciting to be playing against City, but the, the, the bread and butter is getting uh, results against the likes of Palace, I think, if you're looking to stay up. No good going down if you just beat City. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you've got that memory, I guess, but uh, no, uh, that's not exactly the point of all of this. No. The other one, 
seven o'clock, Chelsea beat Brighton to nothing. Their first home win of the season, and they kept a clean sheet. They're starting to put a little run together, Chelsea. Um, yeah, they, they look okay at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the Champions League in a minute as well. So, but yeah, yeah, very handy little win there. Wolves, they got their first win of the, of the league hey. season, and uh, they came out of the relegation zone on the strength of that. They beat Watford two nothing. Watford again, they reverted to type, I think, a little bit, but uh, an important win for Wolves. Definitely, uh, yeah. Watford looking really poor, even with the new manager in place now. They, yeah. Relegation fodder, I fear. Yeah, they're, they're looking like they're struggling already. And then, are you at Tottenham Hotspurs? They won a 2-1 against Southampton. You had Aurier sent off. You can always rely on a bit of a clangor from that fella, can't you? Two rare yellow cards in four minutes in the first half. Obviously, you want to do some Christmas shopping this weekend. <laughs> Early, beat the crowds. Yeah, um, and we had uh, Lloris with a bit of a howler on his uh, goal line. He gets a pass. He's just had a baby. Oh, yeah, his wife has just had a baby last week, so... Maybe he was feeling a little tired. <laughs> a gutsy win, though, I think, really, because um, he did go down to 10 men, and he had to come back to win that one. Of course we did. <laughs> All right. We'll get on to Spurs later. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go and get, get a brew whilst uh, you see it. While you vent all that. The late game in the Bundesliga was another 2 all draw, this time between Borussia Dortmund and West... Uh, West Brom, <laughs> not West Brom. Wow. <laughs> Talk about climate change in soccer. <laughs> Werder Bremen. Yeah, well done. Obviously. They seem to let in quite a lot of goals, don't they, Borussia Dortmund at the moment? Dortmund and Tottenham quite easily could switch stadiums at the moment, <laughs> switch kits, and you wouldn't know exactly who was playing who. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I find them very similar clubs at the moment. Right. Yeah, I think. And uh, they're, they're just kind of languishing in eighth right now, Borussia Dortmund. So exactly. That's <laughs> probably not where they would have foreseen themselves at the start of the season. The late game was Everton versus Man City, and Everton gave them much more of a game than uh, Watford. most people thought, I think, yeah, but definitely, certainly definitely than Watford. Uh, latest goals at the right time for City, uh, it, on paper it looks like a fairly routine win, but actually they were pushed pretty hard, I think, by Everton. Is it just a case of Everton raising their game, though, because it is Manchester City? May, I think that's what we're finding now. May, may very well be the case. What else do we have? And then on Sunday, we had Leicester versus Newcastle. And poor one out from Newcastle. My days, they were awful. I know that we do have some uh, Newcastle fans that listen to this. Um, the Factory of Sadness creates uh, like, ooh, a 5 nothing thumping. They were totally abject. Horrible, horrible. I mean, I watched the game. We, we had a few people in the bar, but I managed to see quite a bit of the game from where I was working. No chance. So down to 10 men. I mean, the guy... <laughs> You don't go in like that with your foot high. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a definite red card twice over. Yeah. And then Leicester just, yeah, Leicester played some really good football. Yeah, really I awesome. don't believe the hype too much about Leicester at the moment because it was a 10-man Newcastle at home. Sure. But the real test is coming up, as we'll get to later. Yeah, we, d- we, we did talk about uh, Leicester. If they're wanting to do anything, need to beat these teams. And they did so pretty handily, didn't they? Definitely. And without James Madison as well. So, yeah. yeah. True enough. And then on Monday was probably the big game of the weekend, uh, certainly for those attend Bluefoot. Manchester United played Arsenal, and it was one all. And if that kind of tells you all you need to know about this game, I think really. Keystone Cops. It, it was it was a little running around. It was an entertaining game. Let's get that right straight away. But the skill factor, it wasn't of Manchester United Arsenal games of old, and it was a little headless chicken at time times, especially in the attacking third. I saw that uh, Xhaka got it in the net for ducking out of a shot, but he actually did take a deflection. He did take a deflection. So it was unlucky that, but I, again, people looking to uh, pile on uh, Xhaka when perhaps it was not warranted. After all the uh, 
the, the moaning that I hear a lot of Arsenal fans doing, they are in fourth, by the way. So, United, they're down in tenth. Wow. The worst start to a Premier League season for them, and the worst one in 30 years. The days of Fergie are long gone. Are they ever? Quick breakdown, we'll come back with the Champions League. Okay, everybody, strap yourselves in. We're going to talk about the uh, the Champions League. We'll start off with some fairly, well, maybe not even mundane. Madrid were held to a 2 all draw again. This time, Club Bruges were involved, and they were 2 nothing up um, with about 60 minutes to go. Brilliant. Um, and I said at the time, this is the time you lump on Real Madrid winning the whole thing, because this is what they do. They struggle in the group stages, and the odds will never be as high. And sure enough, they came back to get a, a, a two-all draw. I would just like to add that I did offer Paul $100 to come <laughs> in with me to take the bet on any decline. So, I'd... money where your mouth is, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just advice, you know. Yeah. Kind of, I, would, I would never take my own advice. By the way, the first goal for Real Madrid, even with VAR, it looked decidedly oh. offside. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did they definitely look uh, a very odd decision. Didn't Couldn't that? believe it was given. What else do we have? We had um, again a fairly routine two-zero win for City. Foden came on for his customary ninety seconds and scored, but did score. Yeah, and I saw that Pep was like, oh, "I'm feeling sorry for Foden, and you know, he should get more game time." But I feel like he's in a, a position to be able to uh, make that happen. Yeah, I mean, you could give him a few more seconds than 90 seconds, couldn't you? I mean, yeah. give the kid 10 minutes now and again in the Premier League. I'm getting fed up for him, really. The other uh, game of note, really, on Tuesday was uh, Juve beat by Leverkusen uh, pretty handily, 3-0. to zero. Routine. I think they might be my pick for uh, winning this year. They look like they're taking this competition very seriously. All right, everyone. So straight on to Wednesday. Oh, is there any more games on Tuesday? I can't remember. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'd be happy to. I like it. But I think we would be depriving our listeners of, uh, of uh, your, your opinion. Well, I just like to Well, I just like to say at 1-0, I remember walking across the bar to everybody going, crisis? What crisis? <laughs> <laughs> there was a great call in England on one of the chat shows. Um, a guy who was going, he called in sick the following day because he works with eight Arsenal fans. So, I mean, Arsenal know the pain of Bayern Munich coming in and 5-1 home, 5-1 away, 10-2 on aggregate there you go they seem to like North London (laughs) North London is red apparently (laughs) but no Spurs very disjointed I mean were they that poor they had 8 shots on target Munich had 10 but yes everything just flew in Lloris was on the beach (laughs) he obviously got the wrong time of year Deli Alley well, he's just been locked out of the England squad actually this morning right yeah he's been dropped so he's like a, a, a shadow of a player Harry Winks looks out of his depth, but then he's getting no support. Serge Aurier should have been sent off twice in the first half. He, I don't even know why he's at the club anymore. Yeah. He was playing the number 10 role in the second half. The booing at the end, I, I kind of get it because no, it's not, more the board, I think. But that's probably Let's true. get this right. I mean, they've, we're really feeling it now. The, 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 the two transfer windows, we're not buying anybody. It just felt a little bit off. <laughs> this know, is like, a club in crisis right now. It really is, I have to say that. Have you seen the, the, the stat this season? Um, they just showed it in the paper that... We are bottom with Brighton. For the turn of the year, we've lost 16 games since January 1st. And Brighton are with us. Arsenal okay. lost 11. My, my issue with the booing at the end was that it was the first home game since you were in the Champions League final in that competition. And I thought, well, I just bring that in a little bit. Remember, those. Uh, <laughs> this was basically the same team that, that got you that far. and so Basically I, the same team that played against Monaco in 2016. And that tells the whole story. Yeah. There you go. So but, um, it was at the, uh, the board. Uh, what was I going to say? Ginabri. I, I think Arsenal fans would, oh. uh, would not forgive me for mentioning, <laughs> not mentioning rather, that he scored four goals. What a beautiful cherry on the cake. <laughs> but I think that at the same time, I think, they, I think they got rid of him for six million. 
and, uh, and now he's banging him in for uh, Bayern Munich. So uh, it's a bittersweet. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> sorry, nerdy rod. <laughs> so there you go. I'm sorry about that. But, you know, no. it's only two games into that thing. It's still... Uh, oh, no, we probably still qualify. It was just embarrassing because it was the worst defeat on English yeah. soil. I also saw that, uh, I think it was actually the official Bayern Munich uh, Twitter account posted that they'd scored the first touchdown at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Well, maybe not going to be called, <laughs> very funny by the way, <laughs> maybe not going to be called the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium soon because Daniel Levy at this moment is in talks with um, a drinks company to rename the stadium. Uh, Apparently uh, it's seven up. <laughs> I think that would be perfect. Yeah, I can even <laughs> make jokes about myself, people. <laughs> Which, but I think the first NFL game is being played this uh, weekend actually, isn't it, at the new stadium, so... Moving on to Wednesday's games, we had Borussia Dortmund with a good, solid 2-0 win uh, at Slavia Prague. Their fullback Hakimi scored a couple of goals. Yeah, good solid. Yeah, obviously they didn't concede any goals as well, which is kind of important for Dortmund at the moment. Uh, Lille versus Chelsea. Chelsea got a really important, I think, a 1-2 win um, for a young team away from home. It's really good. Great win. Future of England players. Still no uh, Pulisic which I think might be a concern to some of our uh, US men's national team uh, fans that listen to us. He wasn't even in the, at the 18, so that, that's looking a bit grim. Chelsea, they, I think Frank Lampard has actually got me rooting for Chelsea, so I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but uh, I, I wish them all the very best. They, 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 yeah, they come in, I mean, I could never root for Chelsea. <laughs> no, fair enough. I'm saying this through gritted teeth right now, but yeah, he seems to be doing an okay job there at the moment. So I think probably the game of the week um, was uh, Liverpool at home to Salzburg. Liverpool got to a 3-0 lead and then they pegged it back to three apiece and finally Salah scored um, to make it 4-3, an absolute uh, offensive slugfest. Yeah, great, great comeback by Salzburg. I did actually say before the game it wouldn't surprise me if they sneaked a draw in this game and a 3 all down. I didn't think it would happen but then cracking comeback and um, but Liverpool again, the machine continues. Yeah, so uh, an important win that really because... Uh, yeah. But they've looked a, lot, a bit shaky, really, in the Champions League, haven't they? they? Well, they did last season, but then they went and won it. So, so. final one of interest: uh, Barca played into uh, Inter took the lead in this one, but a Suarez double made it two-one. Barca, vintage Suarez. I do oh. love the guy. Yeah, he's um, our first goal. It was beautiful, and Conte actually got booked in this game as well on the touchline, which was kind of <laughs> amusing. But yeah, right. big win for Barcelona. That they they needed that. They're um they're a little yeah they're in a little flux themselves at the moment. They're pulling out results though, just about at the moment. But yeah. Great Suarez double. The volley. Like yeah. just I don't think I've seen the ball hit so purely. It no. was just above the ground and, and just oh beautiful, beautiful strike. What's really sad, Paul, is we're gonna miss Messi, Suarez and Ronaldo. We're all probably gonna to come to the end of their careers roughly around the same time and we're certainly gonna miss these players. Yeah. But new ones come through. Yeah. Cool. Then yeah, we'll take a quick break there and we'll come back, preview some of the games coming up this weekend. Well, I think that's a perfect uh, introduction to uh, our previews of the, the games coming up, as you may have heard. Um, <laughs> Brighton are uh, hosting Tottenham at the early game this, this weekend on Saturday. Oh. So, uh, Brighton don't score any goals. Tottenham don't win away. No, Tottenham so, don't win, period. <laughs> so, uh, something's got to give here. Yeah. So, what? what nil all? I, I see Brighton winning this game. I'm, really, I, I'm sorry, I really... I think Spurs, they're going to come out like the traps really quickly, and I just don't think they got the legs for it. Okay. They'll definitely want a response. Certainly the away support for Spurs will want to uh, see. It'll be great. That's a nice little trip down to to Brighton for everyone. Happy days. Cobble Beach. Yeah. 
in the Bundesliga at 6.30. We have Bayern Munich playing Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim are around a bit sort of mid-table. And Freiburg are actually after a bit of a flyer. They're, they're third and they play Dortmund, who languish in eighth right now. Yeah, Dortmund need a win in this game big time. Mm-hmm. They need to keep pace with Munich. They've given Munich too much of a lead now. And last year they nearly had 10 points clear and they didn't win the title. So, yeah. If Freiburg are looking to, to do anything this year, then maybe it's going to be a good time to put a marker down against one of the potential rivals in the, the league. All right, the 7 a.m. kickoffs Pacific time. We have Burnley versus Everton. Everton need a win, and Burnley isn't the place you choose. No, and it's really, yeah, very windy and rainy in England at the moment. You don't really. Fa- That's a horrible trip for Everton. I don't see they've got the bottle for that one. I wouldn't want to go to Burnley when it's absolutely cracking the flags. No. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I don't even want to drive through Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry mean, to anybody out there who's I'm from Burnley, sure by the way. I'm sure it's a wonderful place. <laughs> well, I, I think so. I mean, it's just not. I'm, I, I digest, of course. We have our uh, Villa fans. They'll be here watching their team versus Norwich. So they travel to Carrow Road. Norwich in a bit of a slump after that City game. Villa need to start winning against some of these some of these teams if they're thinking about staying up this year. Yeah, and they know Norwich as well. They've been there. Obviously, they were both in the Championship last season. Mm-hmm. So this is um, should be a Formula game. They should know. They need a win. Norwich need a win as well, though. So yeah, okay. <laughs> that, that, I can see that exactly. Yeah, I, sure. I was thinking about a, 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 a two-all draw there. Some of the games that I really can't muster an opinion about. Watford versus Sheffield United. Go Sheffield United. My game of the week this week, I think, is going to be... Liverpool versus Leicester. Brendan Rodgers comes back to Anfield. If um, Newcastle is a test of beating someone that you're expected to, this is going to be a test against someone that you would like to. Well, yeah. they, they got a chance to bounce back. They fluffed their lines at Manchester United a couple of weeks ago where they lost 1-0 to that mm-hmm. early, early penalty. A draw would be an amazing result to stop this. Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool like on 16 wins now in a row in the Premiership. Yeah. It's incredible run. Uh, Liverpool with a 4-3 during uh, the week. You know, I might be a little bit tired, so it may be a decent time to play them. Maybe, but the big carrot for Liverpool, they can break Manchester City's Premiership winning run at Old Trafford, I believe. So there's a massive... <laughs> How far away is that, do we know? It's like three games away or something, okay. I believe. Okay. Don't hold me to that, listeners. All right. The late game on Saturday at 9.30 is West Ham United versus Palace. Uh, should be an open game, hopefully plenty of goals. West Ham are in some decent form. Yeah, what probably you should run out winners, yeah. Well, on Sunday, there's actually a whole bunch of games on Sunday uh, due to the Europa League. Arsenal are at home to Bournemouth at 6am. Bournemouth in a decent bit of form. They're joint sixth. Arsenal have to beat these sorts of opposition, I think, normally at home. Could be a really open game for them. Yeah, I think so. Callum Wilson's in a good bit of form at the moment as well for Bournemouth. I can see that being like a 3-2 or something Definitely, like that, yeah. yeah. Wolves are away at City after, Ouch. Yeah, after being... I think they are away at Besiktas as well, aren't they? So another away game on top of uh, travelling to Turkey. This could, this could be quite nasty for Wolves, actually. So, yeah. But maybe they just see it as a free hit. You know, they're not expected to do anything away at City. And especially after travelling on a Thursday, I, I, I don't know, this could be six, well, six first, all or something. First home game for City since they walloped Watford, they know. So. Southampton, they host uh, Chelsea again at six o'clock. Again, another good test for this team, having uh, an away day during the week, now away in the league, and uh, let's see what uh, what happens there. Yeah, good test for their mentality, yeah. and their, obviously their growth. In Southampton, they blow hot and cold, so uh, that, again, could be plenty of goals in that one, I think. And then... <laughs> the real El Sacco, for me. Mm, absolutely. I think, yeah, Newcastle versus Manchester United at 8.30. 
I see this as like a nailed on one nil scruffy win for United at for Manchester United. You do. Yeah. I see it the other way around. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or was that more in hope? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think just uh, Solskjaer just hanging on in there. And I think this is the perfect fix, the fixture for them to start putting a bit of a run together. But it, like you say, it, the opposite can be certainly argued. Yeah, but they're bruised as well in Newcastle. They've taken a lot of criticism this week. So maybe they'll want to bounce back in front of their own fans. Who I have to say, against Leicester the fans, they got louder and louder as each goal went in. So I know, they were incredible, weren't they? They deserve better. Okay, um, and I mean, probably the big one and the one that everyone's kind of talking about is the Monday at noon game. Uh, it's on the telly, it's live, uh, Bolton versus Blackpool, um, and that's been shot <laughs> on telly over here. <laughs> so uh, actually a pretty famous fixture um, for those that, uh, that don't know. In 1953, it was known as the Stanley Matthews Cup Final, even though Mortensen scored a, a, a hat-trick. Blackpool beat Bolton in the FA Cup final that year. but So it's a famous old fixture. Uh, two teams that have uh, just come back from uh, almost going out of business, uh, had ownership issues, and it's great that both of these teams are, are in a position to uh, fulfil this fixture. And, Definitely, uh, yeah. yeah and, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get to see it, but it's great that I have the option to. So, <laughs> All right, quick little break, and then uh, we'll come back with any other business. Okay, welcome back everybody. We had our first event as a podcast at Bluefoot on Tuesday night. We had the viewing party of the new Diego Maradona documentary that was being shown on HBO. And I think it went pretty well. Yeah, good fun, yeah. Uh, great great documentary as well. Lots of really, really cool footage. Yeah, and um, well worth yeah. a watch. If you haven't seen it, I think it's streaming on HBO. Yeah, it was great to see a whole bunch of uh, Napoli supporters down here. Thanks to everybody really that... Uh, that showed up and supported uh, the cause. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the, the fundraising effort of uh, Bluefoot in the run-up to Thanksgiving in a bit. But yes, uh, thank you to everyone that showed up. It was really appreciated and uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed the documentary too. I thought it was fabulous. Yeah, excellent. In the occasional series of Signs of the Apocalypse and that the game has gone, I don't know whether you saw this at all, uh, that um, in the Welsh Premier League, Kefan Druids travelled with their red away kit, failing to take into account that Cardiff met University, who they were playing, also had a very dark red shirt. But the thing was that Kefan Druids usually play in black and white stripes, so there was absolutely no need for them to be, like, <laughs> to be taking their away strip. So I hope they weren't publicising their, their away shirt, because that, for the Welsh Prem to be doing something like that. Brilliant. The other one as well, I don't really saw this. In the National League, Yeovil Town played Bromley, and with about 10 minutes to go, the ball boys engaged in a bit of uh, gamesmanship. They were, they were keeping the ball uh, from, from the Bromley players when it went out for a throw-in. I think it happened once. The referee warned one of the ball boys. He then, the ball boy then did it again a few minutes later. And the ref sent all of the ball boys off. Like every last one of them. Brilliant. <laughs> Send them off for detention. He got one of the stewards <laughs> to go around the, the edge of the field and say, like, OK, everybody inside. But I think that's hilarious, isn't it? So, dear listener, we would like for your signs of the that the game has gone. Like, what things have you noticed in the modern game that uh, <laughs> it's like, oh god, back in my day, that would never have washed. So, yeah, we want to hear some of your uh, suggestions for that. Talking about the football apocalypse, the, the week that we lose seven two at home. Thank you very much, Paul. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yeah, when there's there's cricket scores being put up in the Champions League, that's yeah, sign of the apocalypse. What else have we got? Uh, yeah, a reminder that um, St Albans are playing away at Weymouth. They're our team in the FA Cup. 
So I uh, hope they go well this weekend. Go to St Albans. Yeah, and just a quick little note about uh, Luis, one of our San Diego Gunas. He has started to organise the Thanksgiving food drive. Yeah, so it starts on Saturday, Sunday morning, actually, Paul, 6 o'clock Arsenal game. So if people want to start bringing, obviously, non-perishable goods for food packages into the Bluefoot, they'll be stored here or at my house, which is a block away, ready for distribution or close to Thanksgiving. So, yeah, that starts this Sunday at 6 o'clock. Come down Definitely, uh, and, yeah. and get involved in that. Always ring the bar as well if you need any um, questions on that. So it's going to be yeah, uh, aimed at uh, deserving families around San Diego. Forthcoming attractions then at, uh, at Bluefoot. Well, it's just all the, the soccer this weekend. So, yeah, doors open 6 a.m. both days, Saturday and Sunday. A little bit before 6, obviously, on Sunday with Arsenal and Manchester City playing at 6. So, roll up about quarter to 6 if you want to get your seat for that one. Monday, normal, 11 o'clock opening hours. Get here early. There'll be a line around the block, I'm sure. There's a big Bolton party block. bus of Blackpool people <laughs> coming. The Vegas of the UK. Yeah, to avoid disappointment, <laughs> to get here early. All right. Thank you so much again. Get in contact with us. We are footy from the foot at gmail.com and at footy from foot on all of the social medias. You can visit soundcloud.com slash footy from the foot to access all of our previous podcasts. And our website is footyfromthefoot.com. Let people know about it if you're enjoying it. Let people know. Thank you uh, to David Sankster as always for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's. Don't forget the Thanksgiving food drive that starts this week, this weekend. Thank you, dear listener. Let's do this again next Thursday. Take care, everybody out there.